Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy said. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there listening right now. This is a Father's Day edition. With that being said, I got my sisters Brittany and Renata on this episode. I was glad to talk to them. We share some memories and thoughts about our father, Mr. Robert L. Z. Newton. May he, you know, rest in heaven. I hope all you fathers enjoyed your Father's Day. You know, whether you got socks or tie or, you know, it's just the way it goes. I don't know if we'll ever be able to change that dynamic. But I hope y'all enjoyed the episode. I also got Brittany. I also got uh, Camry, Kyle, and Leilani giving me a little shout out for Father's Day for my daughters. I wanted to have my mom on this episode, but she be acting shy. So I'm just going to have to, I'm going to have to sneak, surprise, and record her. When I do it, don't nobody tell her that she's on the podcast. Because then she probably won't call me no more. Hope y'all enjoying your day. Thanks to... Well, I'll do that then. All right, y'all. Let's get into it. So you have called us here together. We have gathered together on your bequest this day, brother. <laughs> yes. Because I want to do a, a Father's Day episode. Father's Day is coming up on Sunday. And, you know, and I wanted to kind of. You know, I was thinking about what could I do or something like that. And then I feel like, you know, like to have us, you know, you share memories about or thoughts or whatever about dad and, um, you know, just get that uh, captured on for Father's Day. Word up, word up. Cool. Well, first I'll do some introductions. Y'all know who I am. I'm sad. I have my two sisters here, Brittany and Renata. Brittany, introduce yourself. Say what? you know, anything to... Hello, I am Brittany. Um, I am Cedric's sister and Renata's sister. <laughs> I am the middle child, I think. I don't know. Yeah, between <laughs> Steffi, it wouldn't be the middle one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. What 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 should I be? I, I'm, a I'm a mom of six. Yeah. I live in Canada. I'm 37. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Nada. <laughs> My name is Renata. I am a mom and a wife. I am also an educator and an entrepreneur, and I would be the youngest between the three of us. Right. And uh, me, Brittany, Renata, we have the same dad and Nada and Nini have the same mom, and I have a different mom. But like I've like you've heard me mention before, you know i I don't consider you know they're my sisters, and that's it. So, yeah, we don't do that past. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't do that. We don't do that up in here. But yeah, and then I ask most of the people on here. I always do this section of uh, something that you feel is overrated, something you feel is underrated, and something you believe to be 
a myth that everybody else believes is true. We already know that Nada feels like not calling people is a myth, and the truth is you should just call them. We already got that established out of the way. But, um... <laughs> Are we throwing shade there, brother? Say what? No, shade! No, throwing shade? What? No! I, no, I don't throw shade. You know what I'm saying? I don't throw I don't, shade. I did not say that. <laughs> I know. I'm playing with you. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, okay. I thought you were being for real. I'm gonna no. take a hot minute. <laughs> That's not true. What's that? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Um, but y'all, what's what's not Nini? You got any overrated, underrated? Um, ooh, um, I think social media is very overrated. Okay. Very, very overrated. Um. I think a lot of people um, try to be on social media to escape their real lives. Mm-hmm. And I have like, I don't know, I've completely like kind of shunned away from social media in the past year mm-hmm. because I just felt like it was too much, um, too much focus being put on what's happening on social media, right? Uh, Facebook. Um, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Right. Instead of actually like living our real lives, people tend to be on social media and try to live their lives through social media. Right. And I feel like that's, I don't know. I feel like it's become, social media has become too much of a focus. Like even in movies, when you see movies now, they put all these social media um, people on in movies trying to, I guess, to make them more relevant or to, to, to get more people to watch. Right. And I feel like that's just like why there's other really talented people out there who haven't been given a chance. There people are on TV and stuff, and there's other people that are very talented and that deserve to be seen, but are not because of these people that are on social media. And the only reason that they're in these TV shows and movies and stuff is because they're on social media and they have a large following. And I just feel like that's All right. It's dumb. <laughs> true. 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 Honestly. And what so. about underrated? Um, something that's underrated. Mm-hmm. Being nice to people to me is underrated. I feel like nobody. But at least me being here in Canada, mm-hmm. I feel like um nobody just says hi or you know hi how are you doing how's your day or in day to day conversations with people even somebody passing by somebody else you know. You get like these looks if you say hi to someone. Hi, how are you? Right. Um, you know, like what? You can't just be nice to someone. You can't just say hi. How are you? You know, you don't know how you would change that person's day. You don't know what kind of week that person has had. You don't know what they're going through, and just somebody just saying hi. How are you? Giving a smile to somebody may make somebody's day, you know, just a little bit better. True. But I feel like um, that's become an underrated thing now because. It's like nobody wants to have that personal contact with people anymore. I don't, that's just how I feel, especially being here because it's like there's so many people who speak different languages here. Yeah, it makes sense. And there's a big language barrier here, at least in the area that I live in, because there's so many immigrants here Mm -hmm. and they come from their own countries. And I guess in their countries, they don't really do that. Right. So they look at me like I'm crazy when I'm like, hi, how are you? Mm They're like, oh, what's wrong with this girl? I don't know her. So <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> Did it go crazy over there when the when they won the game or whatever? 
Oh my gosh. We're not even going to talk about that. I'm so upset. <laughs> I, I'm so upset. I, I don't like the Raptors. I don't like that Kawhi Leonard is on the Raptors now. I'm not. You ain't feeling it. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Spurs will always be my team, always and forever. I don't care. <laughs> That's just me. Do you, is there something out there that, that you feel is a myth that most people feel is true? Um, I'm not sure. Okay. I, I don't. It's tough. I don't know. Getting... Yeah, that's a hard one. <laughs> Nada, what's your overrated? Overrated. Overrated would be reality. I think. No, not reality. I think. Sorry. The idea of loyalty is overrated. I think that people believing for some reason that they owe something to someone or that they have an obligation to serve in everybody else's best interest and never their own. Right. I think that's a crock. And I think that's how you get a lot of people with hurt feelings, with uh, baggage, with emotional distress, because they're trying to somehow fulfill this idea of being loyal to someone mm-hmm. that it serves in their own detriment. Right. They're not loyal to themselves stupid. first. Yeah. I think that's really stupid and yeah. it's reckless. I also think it's reckless and you see that ideology promoted everywhere, everywhere. Right. Like I'm, I'm a loyal person. What does that mean? That right. means that you put yourself in danger at other people's expense so that somebody looks at you and is like, yeah, you always did deal, man. Nah, <laughs> I'm not loyal. Right. I'm going to do what works best for my my own future right. and my own prosperity. Right. And if you want to come along and ride in the same way, cool. Right. But if not, then I'm out. I mean, like, uh, I guess unfocused loyalty or just reckless loyalty. I mean, you know, because at the at the end of the day, I feel like you know you have to be loyal to the right people, and and of course, loyalty has its moments and has its uh, limitations, you know. But I mean, like you know what I'm saying, because there are going to be some people who are, who who you may have a sense of loyalty to who are really, you know, they're for the edification. You know, what I'm saying it's still. I'm 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 looking out for myself. You look like you're on that same level. We can work together. We can we can collab. We you know I'll help you out. You scratch my back. I will scratch yours. This this and that or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But there's still there's like the ride or die, low to the end type of thing. Is you know it still it still comes with discretion. You know, absolutely. And I, that's why I think it's way overrated. And it probably also a myth because if you're riding or dying that literally means that we are both in a situation where we could face our own demise over this the blind leading the blind (laughs) that's dumb no even my husband knows i am not ride or die now we're gonna die we're gonna die because we are holding fast to our truth and we're doing what we know we're we've agreed on doing right what you gotta be riding into Right. Like, I'm not riding just blind. Like, I've never been that person. So he knows he can't bring me no, hey, babe, let's just go do this. Why? Right. Why, what are we going to do? How are we going to do it? When are we going to get there? And I'm submissive as a wife, but I still 
Like, I know that when I get to heaven, I'm going to have questions to have to answer. Right. And I need to make sure I have the answers for those questions. Right. So I can't just be out here being reckless. So I think, you know, I think reciprocity is important. I think being reciprocal in relationships is extremely important. Right. I think that being discerning is extremely important. Right. And because I believe in those things and because I believe in treating people the way I want to be treated, I I cannot approve of the idea of loyalty. That's that's a man-made idea. Okay. Yeah. Facts. What do you think is underrated? I think reality is underrated. Okay. I think being true to yourself and knowing yourself is already a hard thing to do. But mm-hmm. I think like Mimi was saying, like social media makes it easier to not have to do that. Mm-hmm. Social media makes it easier to not have to evaluate yourself honestly, not have to be real because you can project whatever you want. Right. And we have lost a lot of reality in this idea of socially including everybody but excluding what's real right Mm -hmm. exactly and i think a part of that comes from the average or you know because back in the day not everybody had access to make a video of themselves and put it out there or you know do whatever but now it's kind of like we can all be our own TV show pretty much, you know? Yep. And those yeah. people got started off thinking that what they saw on TV is real or not produced or not practiced, rehearsed, written, scripted or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So now they're out here doing, you know, just whatever uh-huh. and thinking, you know, and getting, and the, it's getting likes for it and getting famous for it, but uh-huh. it's really nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's really yeah. like nothing, nothing yeah. to it. And that's not that's not that's not real. You can't live your life like that. You can't yeah. live your life going in Walmart, jumping on a pile of I know that's paper right. towels, and do, just and any of that stuff. Not if you're black. Exactly. Like, you should. Sure I know that's right. To set you know, kids up. These parents have yep. these their kids yep. watching YouTube all day, and then yep. these kids don't understand. Hey, little child, that's not for that's you. Not real life. Right. You don't do that. And you're going to get shot right. or you're mm-hmm. going to get arrested. You put your mm-hmm. parents in a whole world of trouble mm-hmm. over a 30 second video. Right. Come on. You yep. know, Come on. and it just spreads and, yep. and it gets like that. Yep. Um, I mean, and it will even even reality TV is scripted and fake. And then, yep. you know, yes. it just kind of yes, like get is. people all like and, you know, it's like people are glued to it and they just, you know. Even just everything, it's just, I don't know. It's weird, man. Yeah. It's weird. And when you don't yeah. do it, when you don't subscribe to that way of life, when you aren't out here just living your entire life for the approval of others, people right. think you're weird. Right. I'm not weird. You're, right. you're the you're you're the. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Can you yeah. not take a step back and put stuff into perspective and see that this is not truth right this is not reality right this is what it is you talked about you living in a state of depression well i wonder why because you're trying to live your life for everybody else that's why you're depressed and and you can't even and not just for everybody else but when it comes to actual human contact and actual having a conversation you can't even 
You can't even connect with nobody because you got your face and your phone or you just forget how to actually interact with people, you know? Yeah. And it gets like that. I'm sorry, brother. Go ahead. No, go ahead. That's all I had. I was going to say, have you ever stopped and thought about what daddy would say about your Instagram or your Facebook or just like who you are on social media? Right. Have you ever thought about that? Yeah, I think about stuff like that all the time. I think about what daddy would say about a lot of things that I do. (laughs) I do too. You know? I do too, man. I think, and if, if I hear him in my head, and he's like, why would you do that? Then I'm like, okay, well, let me just expect yeah. to sit down. That's the stupidest. That's the stupidest. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's yep. funny. Because he was always so quick to say what he thought was stupid. Right. And I, yeah. I have literally embodied that trait right. to the nth degree. You know, where I, with my kids, they do something, and I'm like, why would you do something so dumb? Right. That was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> why would you do that? And I know that when people pass by or, like, newcomers, like, if I let somebody new in my circle and they hear me, their faces are like, wait, what did she just say to that right. child? But my kids are used to it, so they're like, you know what? Exactly. I had no good reason, Mom. Right. That was yeah. dumb. And then they and don't tell me I don't know. Conversation. <laughs> it's a real conversation off of like a twenty minute decision, and I'm like, "Look at you, Robert Elsey, coming on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, help me raise my children. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you're not here. Yeah. Yep. I mean, and the you guys are probably collectively. You you got to spend a lot more. Y'all, y'all got to spend more time with dad than I did. You know, like I yeah. was there for the three and a half years in Hawaii and a couple of summers um, prior to that. And then when I moved back to San Antonio, we were there for that period of time from like 95. I joined the Air Force at the end of 97, you know, and even yeah. I had moved out of the house probably but a year or so before that. So, you know, mm-hmm. probably collectively over, over our lifetime together, I probably spent a total of five, five years with that probably. That's yeah. crazy. You know what I'm saying? And it was, you know, and I know he was always kind of sad about, you know, because that, you know, he had that thing of, or I was, yeah. I was a quiet one. And, Brittany didn't talk to her. Nada was a talker. Nada, you know, all she got to do is like, you know, she was just always talking. So he liked that. But yep. then, you know, it's like, I, it's not that I didn't have anything to say to him. It's not like I was angry or bitter or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? I was just, that's just was my personality. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I got something to say, I'm going to say it. You know, we did have our conversations, but, you know, yeah. sometimes, you know, like if me and dad riding in the car, is me and dad riding in the car. I mean, I don't need to say, it's a nice day outside or something like that. I'm just happy to be here. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, but That's I mean, I know it's not what he wanted, but I mean, like, it's kind of like, it, like, I felt like dad, I'm just trying to get through and I'm like, chill out, dad. I'm cool. Like, yeah, you know, he, he was a thinker. Yeah. And 
his, and I feel like out of everybody, like I probably saw the most just because we had similar personalities and mm-hmm. natures. Right. Mm-hmm. He wanted y'all to be like, you know what? If such and such and such and such, what do you think is the result? Right. What do you think will happen? Like he wanted, he wanted things to be below the surface. And I think he got frustrated when he was trying to get that message across, but it seemed like he was just fussing about you guys not talking. Right. Because it wasn't that he just wanted y'all to come and be like, hey, hey, dad, how old is your day? <laughs> yeah, dad, but I mean, that, when, you remember when, uh, when, he, when he worked at the, he was working at the gas station. The gas station? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would go over there, I would go and stand there and talk to dad his whole shift. So, so what I- it's not like I didn't talk to the man. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I yeah, we share conversation. Paper. We sit, you know, we sit and we talk and we, you know, do these things. But I I think from the dynamic, from 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 his and my dynamic, you know what I'm saying? From me coming from Mississippi to come and live, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't I'm way behind the, the curb on yeah. On getting to spend this much time with him and him to learn me and me to learn him and 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 things like that. You know what I'm saying? And knowing what he likes and knowing certain things. You know what I'm saying? So initially, you know what I'm saying, it's gonna I I gotta warm up to it or I gotta catch up, you know. So it's yeah. not it's not that, you know, like it's I don't know, you know, it's hard to explain, but you know, I d I didn't want him to it wasn't because I had something against him or you know what I'm saying, like I mean that was just one of his you know, I remember him saying it a few times. It's like, you don't talk or, you know, something, something. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, right now I don't really have nothing to say. It's not like I'm, you know, and I don't, you, you, I don't want to burden you with my stupid thoughts or uh, I don't even know what you're going to think about what I might have to say or just start the conversation, yeah. Dad. Start the conversation and I'll talk to you. Don't fuss at me about not talking to me. You talk to me and then I'll talk back to you. That's just, you know, so I can learn you know, what it is. So. Yeah. And me, I, I, I was always like envious of Renata because mm-hmm. of her outgoing personality. Cause I wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. You I were not, more outgoing than I was. No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? No, I was not at all. I was not. And I was always kind of like, okay, well, I wish I could be like her. Like, I wish I could, you know, say this and say that Mm -hmm. because you were always that person. You always said what was on your mind. Yeah. Well, I think you were confident. That's what it was. You were more confident in yourself. And for me, I was just like, okay, well, I don't know what, I don't know what they're going to say. If I say this, I don't know what, he is going to say if I say this, so I'm just going to be quiet. I'm not going to say anything because mm-hmm. I don't want to say the wrong thing. And then, you know, it ended up being something that that I don't want it to be. So yeah. I'm just going to shut up. Right. But I learned with Robert, I learned he would do that to me. He'd be like, why would you say something so stupid? Right. Yeah. And, and, but I, not, and I've never, I've just never been the kind of person to where your age makes you better or wiser or smarter right. than me. That's never been a thing for me. I don't know why I was born that way. Right. So when he would say that to me, I'd be like, well, why was it so stupid? What makes <laughs> it dumb? Would you say something smarter? 
yeah. if it was smarter, what would it be? And so then he would realize that I'm not going to back down because you said that I said something stupid right. or that like what I brought you was dumb. Help me. Right. If you think it's dumb, help me fix it. Right. And see, I realized that once I got older because we had a different relationship when I got older versus when I was younger. When mm -hmm. I became an adult, it was a different type of relationship with him yeah. than when I was, you know, when I was, when I was a child and when I was mm -hmm. a teenager, it became different when I was an adult because I started to understand things more. I yeah. started to, I guess I, I saw things in a different light versus, you know, being a child and being like, Oh, well, you're just rude. You're just a rude parent for no reason. And you don't like anything I say or do. <laughs> it was different because, okay. Like after I had experienced certain things, I was like, Oh, yeah, okay. I well, now I now I understand because yes, mm. yes, that was dumb. I do understand now. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you know, we had conversations like that when I got older, and I wish that I could have had them when you know. I wish I could have had different conversations with him when I was younger because I think I feel like I missed out on a lot of of, of things. I mm -hmm. felt like I missed out on a lot of time to be able to talk to him when I was younger right. and say things that I wanted to say. Um, versus when I got older and I felt, I guess, I guess being a, an adult gave me a certain confidence that I didn't have when I was a child. That's legit. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, and then like me, your, your mentality changes, you know, at the same yeah. time and, you know, it, it, oh, I can't get a whooping no more so I can just say what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was what it was for me. It was like, oh, well, y'all are funny. Well, now, so, you know, I can I can say what I want to say without the fear of, you know, getting in trouble for it. Yeah, I mean, he probably still going to say something, but... Yeah, I mean... I'm a grown-up. Right. You know what I mean? So... I think that was... I mean, uh, we we had a good relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I... I you know, like I said, I, I wish our father and son relationship had been able to uh develop more you know what i'm saying i wish it, we, we had more time together so it could just develop more but at the same time it's you know i never felt like he didn't love me i never felt like yeah. you know there was anything to it it was just we didn't have that time together you know what i'm saying but the time that we did have together we made you know what i'm saying like when when i moved to texas we would go play darts and play pool together yeah. and go bowling together. Yep. And we would spend that time and just talk and, you know, share thoughts and, you know, I'll make him laugh and, and stuff like that. And he make me laugh. And, you know, we sit there and talk about people or whatever, you know what I'm saying? We just shared those, yeah. those, um, you know, those similar personality traits and just get to know each other better. You know what I'm saying? But there's, you know, like, I'm like, well, you know, like I wish dad would, would have had the, opportunity to teach me to play, play the trumpet because he played the trumpet and i'm like he never i know we never had that time together you know what i'm saying and if we had had more yeah. time together then you know that may have been something that we could have done number one i really don't think that robert ld likes kids right i don't <laughs> he likes his kids no 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 <laughs> he likes the idea of having people around. Right. But he didn't like kids. Right. So if you were very juvenile in the way that you thought, right. in the way yeah. that you operated, in the things that you said, 
he was like, I'm done. Yeah. And he yeah. didn't want to have anything to do with people like that. Right. And it doesn't make sense because you literally had kids. Yeah. Kids. Right. You have to raise into people. <laughs> right. But he did not like come out stuff. He did not like <laughs> explaining stuff. And he did not believe that he should have to repeat constantly what he had already said or what he had already talked yeah. to. Right. He was trying to teach us to think steps ahead. Right. And to think at a higher level, like at a deeper level. If you see it, then you can operate differently because not everybody else is going to get to see it. Right. I understood right. that. And I got that, like, there were a couple of times when he would try to teach me something. And if I didn't get it the first time, he would automatically get upset. And right. then would come the, the, this is a bunch of malarkey. <laughs> yeah. It is like, yep. okay, but I'm eight. So, right. like, I'm not going to know this right now. But give me yeah. a second. I'm going to try to get yeah. it for you. Right. I'm really going to try. And I would try hard. And so I realized that he did not understand the yeah. grace necessary for raising kids because right. he wasn't trying to raise kids. He was trying to rear people. Right. Like he just yeah. wanted us to be people. And so I, I get that. And mm -hmm. as I got older, I was like, yeah, that makes a whole lot more sense now. Right. Now I can really see, and I understand why he would say the stuff that he said and mm -hmm. do the stuff that he did. Man, Lord, I wish he was here so I could thank him. Right. I yeah. wish he were here so I could be like, I got it. You see that? Right. Just give me a little bit of time. I got it. But I also think it had a lot to do with how they were raised. Right. How he was raised. Yes. Yes. And he didn't know how to get past that. Right. He didn't know yeah. how to step aside and put on his dad hat because he was still struggling with the child hat. Yeah. And so there was not a whole lot of interweaving of my childhood with my parenting style. Right. It was just, yeah. why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know? And I feel like that, it, 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 for me, that was the hard thing because especially with me being dyslexic, mm -hmm. um, that sucked. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sucked so much. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, Robert wasn't having it. He didn't care about no disability. Right. No. Yes, you dump, dump that disability out of your head. Like, you know what? <laughs> yes, I, I right? let that disability run out your head. Right? <laughs> right? I feel like, but but now having a child that has a learning disability, I feel like okay, well, God prepared me for helping her deal with hers, right? Because. Yeah. I know what to do and I know what not to do. <laughs> right. I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, because, I mean, over time, it comes along with knowledge. Each generation, you know what I'm saying, like his generation and the generation yes. before that, you know, they didn't yes. have a lot of time, a lot of equipment, a lot of uh, the resources to aid in those things. So right. it, the, the, the way to get you to the way to get you to survive in the world was to, hey, you're going you gonna to get yep. this. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get this and you're going to get this yeah. now. I don't care if you have to fake it. I don't care if whatever, whatever thing that you need to do in your yeah. head to get you to where you need to be. You you're going to do it. You're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because yep. I got two or three jobs. I got I don't have time to sit here and. Yes. 
and and yes. do this for you. So get it. Mm-hmm. I need you to get it, and then you'll be so I can know that you're gonna be all right in the world. So 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 yes. you know if if I'm gonna be tough on you because I know the world is gonna be tough on you, and that's just the way yeah. their generation yeah. was. And you know, and this it 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 wasn't because you know. It wasn't out of a lack of love or a lack of of anything. It was, you know, no, saying it's because not. of love. It's because they just wanted to set you up for success, you know. And yeah. it gives, you know, in the end, it gives you a better, you know. It, it gave us the work ethic. It gave us the the the, you know. Yeah. We all have that, yeah. you know, that personality of you ain't better than me. I don't even care who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like we we yeah. all got that yep. Robert Newton in us that when you're gonna oppose me or you're gonna. Act, treat me like I'm less than then I'm about to let you know, know right. that I'm not even I'm not the one to play I'm with not you the know one, okay right because all of the things that are this is not right not gonna play no. with me. right don't play with me and and um I will never forget <laughs> I was my senior year of high school I wanted to try out for the other dance team and this is when he already had oh already. yeah and that lady was like well you're not going to get to try it out because mm-hmm. you owe a bunch of money. She made up mm-hmm. money that I didn't owe. Mm-hmm. Yo, I will never forget when Robert Elby went yep. to the principal. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in that man's office. He walked in. I was like, ooh, it's about to go down my neck <laughs> here. He told that man what it was. He was like, don't play with me. You mm-hmm. gonna let my daughter try out. She's going to try out. She's going to get every opportunity that she deserves because she worked hard for it and she deserves yep. it. Right. Play with me. He told yep. that man to play with him. Right. He said, I will bring you all kinds of problems that you don't want. <laughs> Better believe I tried out for that team. Right. Better believe that man, he walked out there. And I made the team. Mm-hmm. And he... Daddy walked out of there, and that man said not one word. Right. Because Robert Elsie did not care. Right. If he knew that his kids had put in the time and the effort, or if he knew that he had put in the time and the effort, right? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He was gonna get what he worked. <laughs> and when nobody gonna stand in his way. Yep. I mean, and and that's just you know, it's it's instilled in us and you know we carry that that yeah. part of his legacy on um you know yeah. and pass on to our kids and and you know and it's it's not even you know and it's it's on a regular day you know like you'll get you know it comes out when it's needed it's not like you always yeah, walk around yeah. beating your chest or whatever but like i said if anybody opposes you or steps you know tries to um serve you any type of injustice or unfairness or anything then you you know we all gonna let them you're gonna let them know you know Yep. I think I yep. think uh after after I moved back to Texas, I think uh part of the problem cuz you know cuz we we bumped heads a little bit. You know, I was on my young boy, you know, I wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, making the the greatest decisions or whatever it was. So that the part of both that 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 part of him and that part of me would butt heads sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of like he and, and I had just come from living with my mom and my stepdad and I, I know I had freedom. I didn't have a curfew. I didn't have to do none of this stuff that I had to do here. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. even though, you know, I understand where he's coming from at the same time, yeah. you know, I was like, like, I'm an adult now, you know what I'm saying? So that was just a yeah. clash of 
a clash, you know, and and yeah, I was making even though I knew I wasn't making the wisest decisions or whatever, sometimes I still, you know, to me, like those are my decisions that ain't nothing you can do about it. You better leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? So right? that was, you know, we, we both button heads, you know, or whatever. So, you know, that's what, it, you know, I didn't, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, you know, disappoint him. I didn't want to uh, ruin my relationship with him or, or like yeah. for it to, I wanted him to understand, you know, uh, or just let me, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm the type of person you you, you gotta let me make my own mistakes. You gotta let me do some things the way I need to do it, you know what I'm saying? Whether it be right or wrong, that's just how I am, you know. And um, but and I, I think I think that. yeah, I think his fear was seeing seeing the young him and me, because him and my mom had me, I think he was like 21 or 22, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. uh I feel like there was something from that past that he, you know, like, it's just like your kids, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you see him doing, or you try to keep him from doing the same mistakes that you did, you know what I'm saying? Or trying to, you already know. So you try to just have them avoid doing something that you did, but you know, by either like bearing down on them or just, you know, it just frustrates you. It, it just hits you to a, a, a nerve that, automatically makes yeah. you be like no this because i said so or because of this or because of that because you already know you already yeah. learned that lesson so i'm you, you don't have you know it. yeah you don't have to learn that lesson but you know i it was you know the, the way it was the way because we butt heads that way the the communication was kind of lost until we could sit down and talk yeah. you know what I'm saying cedric yep. and robert just just talk you know what i'm saying and, and get past that emotional part of it and then start to talk about it. And then that's like when I when I when I moved out, that alleviated some of the frustration, I think, you know what I'm saying? And for at least for me and for him, because, you know, it was just kind of like, OK, it just avoided a lot of him having to see me come and go and me coming in buzzing and not being able to turn the alarm off and waking everybody in the house up and just stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And for me, I think that that's rings true to to what you said about him and you know getting married early because when I got married to Tony mm -hmm. that was like the the big thing between me and him mm -hmm. because he didn't want me to right. he didn't even like me dating him first of all <laughs> and then we went and got married in a courthouse nobody was there and then he told me he said you know it's not gonna last right Whoa. You know, it's not gonna last. I was like, I'm gonna prove you wrong. Right. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And then when I got pregnant with Darian, um, it was weird because it was like the whole dynamic of our relationship changed. It mm -hmm. was like he was like, Okay, well, you did it, so right. We just gonna we just gonna deal with it. He was like, I know you're married. He's like, But I wish, you know, you hadn't right hadn't gotten pregnant and all that and then seeing him with Darian mm -hmm. it was like seeing him in a whole new light right because I had never seen him like that with with any of us right. or anybody before you know what I mean <laughs> yeah like it was just it was crazy to me to watch him go from me seeing him being the person from that, dad that to I grandpa and 
to be the grandpa and he didn't want to let that little boy go. He was, you know, he was always holding him and always with him. Right. And I still never forget that because when he told me it's not going to last, literally, like three months after he passed away, mm-hmm. me and Tony just disintegrated. And I was just like, he was right. Right. He was right. Even in death, he was right. Right. You know? So, yeah, he he knew he had a he he had a, a way of knowing things, but it was just kind of hard to accept that when you're younger and you're yeah. like, well, I know what's right for my life, yeah, and I'm grown now, right? So you can't, you know what I mean? Like you can't tell me what to do because I'm right. grown, and he was right, right, so, <laughs> right. Yeah, that was just crazy to me. I know you got um an appointment at two not a uh we'll we'll in ending thoughts, ending uh comments that we that we wanna put on here in memory of our our angel in heaven, Mr. Robert Elsie Newton. I will just say that I absolutely loved and adored my daddy, our dad. Um he taught me more than I ever even understood. And his gifts and his talents were just impressive and inspiring. And I try every day. And you know, they say that you miss people when they're gone. And I'm sure that they're probably, like, I've only elevated the positive, but I've tried to be, you know, at least honest about the negative. Like, he wasn't a perfect Mm -hmm. man, but he at least, he worked hard for his family and all he wanted was for each of us to do well right. and to be our best version of ourselves. And right. I appreciate those lessons. I appreciate the time that he gave and how hard he worked. He was literally the epitome of the stereotype of Jamaicans. Like that man worked yeah. right. so hard. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate the fact that his life gave all three of us life. Right. And that we get to stay connected in this way and embody him, even when we don't realize that we're embodying him. Right. Nini? I know. Me? Yeah, you got anything? Um, Podcast. You never know how much, how much um, an impact your parent has on your life until they're not here anymore. You can't tell them how much of an impact that they've had in your life and how much, how much they really, really, really truly meant to you. Right. Um, until they're gone. So, you know, don't wait to give somebody their roses when they're, when they're gone. Right. You tell them while they're here, give them the roses while they're here, tell them how much they mean. And it may hurt you and it may make you mad to have to tell them that because of, you know, relationships go through changes and different things, but, you know, make sure that they know what they mean to you while they're still here. All right. Good, good words. Um, our dad, Pat, what, what year did he pass? 2003? 2003. 2003. Yep. And, uh, I was stationed at Mc, at McDill Air Force Base. I had, I had come back from a deployment to Curacao 
and then went to uh he was sick when I came back and went to the hospital. And, you know, mm-hmm. our dad was all, you know, he had a full face. He was stout. He was, you know, healthy looking. But then yep. when I when I saw him, when I came back, I mean, he looked like he had aged 20 years already. You know, he he was yeah. in the hospital bed and he was, uh, you know, sick. And I remember, you know, like I said, it, it, he was still apologizing to me for the time that we missed out on. And that broke my heart. And, you know, it's just kind of mm-hmm. like, dad, don't know Dad. like, no, it's not. I love you. I understand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Yeah. I, there is no animosity. There's no bitterness. There is no anything. And then I went yeah. back to Florida. And then uh, once I got back to Florida, a few days later, they came and, and, told me he had passed so then I had to come back to Texas and I got to Texas and we went to the wake and I'm I'm with the family and everything and I'm seeing y'all again and you know even at the wake I didn't I didn't I didn't cry when I got the news I didn't cry nope. at the wake I didn't cry up until you know at the funeral, the funeral. and they was like anybody want to have anything to say mm-hmm. and I got up there to talk and I was boohooing I couldn't even you know yep. it was it just you know just to express you know and, and him not being there yeah. to to you know not being there in physically being there to hear the words or to even have to say them you know it hurt and uh you know like i don't i don't know what the hard. afterlife is 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 like or but wherever you wherever you are right now dad um we love you we cherish you um we want to make you proud um and that's it. I appreciate um my sisters for being here and for their words and and sharing their thoughts. Uh I'm sure we'll, you know, you'll you'll hear them on the podcast again in the future. Uh So, happy Father's Day to everybody. Happy Father's Day to Scott. Happy Father's Day to Rashid. Tell them, you know, your brother said happy, happy Father's, Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you. And happy Father's Day to you as well. Thank you, ladies. I'm proud of you for pursuing your dreams i'm trying you know right? i'm trying i'm trying right <laughs> love y'all love y'all um love you too. like love i you. said love we'll be guys. we'll be in more touch we'll talk again soon yeah all right love y'all i promise i'll do better i promise <laughs> all right bye-bye you're silly bye all right love you guys bye yeah all right yeah. as i said i had Camry, Kylan, Leilani, leave me a little voicemail. Um, it was sweet. It was touching. I love those ladies very much. And I'll give anything for them. Um, of course, Kyla, Kyla says she doesn't work well under pressure. So when I put her on the mic, you know, she kind of, <laughs> you will hear what she has. But she did get up this morning and make me a Father's Day breakfast. And uh, that was touching. She ain't too good at expressing her feelings uh, verbally, though. So, girls, daddy loves you. Thank you. Hi, Dad. I just wanted to let you know that I love you and I miss you and you are a great father and always have been. Even though we don't talk as much as we should, thank you for being here. Happy Father's Day. He's always there for me when I need him. He's always in my corner. He always supports me. 
he's that one person that I can always go to about anything. And I love him with all my heart. I really wish I could see him more, stuff like that. But my dad, he deserves the greatest amount of respect. Because he's just, he's the best person that anyone could ask to be in the corner. I love him so much. What? Hello. Mm-hmm. My father is the best father any father or mother or child can have. <laughs> and he deserves to be um the president. Um happy Father's Day. You're number one and he all right beautiful people we've come to the end of another episode thank you for tuning in once again happy father's day to all those fathers out there hope you had a good one um and if you're a father and you feel like you're not doing the greatest job you know we all got to step our game up and and do better regardless of, of what it is Thanks to my sisters for being on here, my daughters again. Shout out to Katrina and to Dava for the reviews on Apple that they left me. That's great. I mean, I really, really appreciate that. Um, when I when I become a millionaire, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I take care of everybody who left me a review so far. <laughs> uh, and if you haven't left a review yet, go ahead and you know stop in and leave me a review and rating because it helps my audience grow. You know, helps me get more listeners, helps the content get better, broaden the audience. We can just grow. You know, every everything we got growth. We've grown a lot from from the very first episode uh, so we're going to continue to do that hit me up with any topics we got interviews coming up with J versus K we got interviews coming up with Emma we got interviews coming up with Katrina various subjects and topics so y'all make sure you are subscribed and tell somebody else to subscribe to those uh, let's just keep this thing going right I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And with that being said, I'm out. Ain't got time for wasting time no more. Talking about good times.